Forgetting we have the countdown that we can at least use until we update the intro. Which, for those of you that were wondering why you haven't been seeing the intro video, that's why. Because we got to update it. We got work to do, and uh, too many holidays to do <laughs> the work. I don't busy know if you guys know time. this, but we're like super popular. We got invited to all the holiday parties. I've got too many parties to go to, so. I like can't really do the work. So if you could just right. make it happen without me, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be real great. Thanks, love. Thanks, love. Thanks. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome much. everybody out to the Black Tower Podcast. It Praise is a podcast of the Wheel of Time Persuasion. We like to talk about. Oh hi! Oh hell! We like to talk about that there silly old book series, that their wheel of time, and that their wheel of time is also now a TV show, mm. and it's also a fandom. It's a culture. It's it resides in our hearts. And we're going to talk about it. Hearts and minds. Hearts and minds. Let's see, where's Canada? Anyway. It's right here. Where's the United States? It's right here. Where's the Wheel of Time? <laughs> anyway, I am Andrew, your Bajan Mahal, one of the two <laughs> hosts for the Black Tower podcast. Um, surprisingly, surprise, I know we haven't said the name enough yet. We're a Wheel of Time podcast. Shocker. Surprising. <laughs> Look at the title. Look at our names. I stole your Look thunder. The flags behind me. Look at all the stuff. It gives us and I am Josh. I'm the Soravon Mahal. And uh, we're here to chew bubblegum and talk about the Wheel of Time. And, well, we're all out of bubblegum. We're here to chew ass and talk about bubblegum. Wait, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Kick names. That actually Kick doesn't ass. work even if you say it the other way around. Yeah, never mind. No. No. Maybe I am here to take bubblegum. So, but... Yeah, luckily none of my none of my festive lights burnt down in the the great mystery yeah. wire fire. Tom is uh, wasn't actually, admiring wasn't your, actually fire. your twinkle lights, and I don't blame him. He's right to do so. I mean, your you have lights behind you too. They're just I do stable. <laughs> go with that stable. <laughs> They're stable. Your lights are stable. Oh, <laughs> uh, Tom Jordan Con. <laughs> Volunteers tribute. Oh man. Well, if you want to be able to watch us slash listen to us record these things live, head on over to blacktowerpod.com and click the fancy little button that says Patreon where you can decide how many of our incredible Patreon benefits you want to enjoy. 
They have been reviewed as passable. Okay. Better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're fun. We send out like merch and stuff. We send out stickers. You get to listen to the episode live, unedited. Um, if we ever have to edit or choose to edit parts of it out, um, which does happen. It does happen. It's true. not that these true, aren't true. edited. They do. That does happen. Um, but more importantly, you get to just talk to us live and you can do it either in the discord or you can do it in the live chat. And, uh, if you do it in the chat here on the YouTubes, we'll throw your comments up on the screen and it'll make it into facts. the episode. Uh, so you gotta That's be a facts. patron for that. And you can do that for, uh, as, excuse me, as easily as a dollar a month. So if you can spare it and you enjoy what we do and you want to do it, we definitely are thankful for it. And head on over there, blacktarpod.com. Click the button that says Patreon and check it out. And uh, if you're not interested, tell us what would make you interested. Do you do you want to know something, Andrew? I actually uncovered something uh, that I think is pretty important. Well, that's um, illegal in most public spaces. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Also, thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, let's say you watch or listen to the Black Tower Podcast. Cool, right? Not only does that make you like 33% more awesome than everybody who doesn't, um, but I have just uncovered a way that they can support the best damn show in the world for free. They can do it for free. It is free. For free? It's life hacks. Hashtag life hacks. Um, for free, all you have to do is hit the subscribe button. Give us the thumbs up button. Go on to all the places and leave us a good review. Or or leave, leave us an honest review. I'm going to say that. Leave us an honest review. And uh, yeah, then you will be doing your part to forward the Black Tower. And guess what? Totally free. Doesn't cost you a damn thing. I thought you had found oh. like... A Twitch Prime style like too. subscription to Patreon or something. <laughs> <laughs> Download Mist Play today and you can earn free cash just by playing video games on your Bruh. phone. Bruh. <laughs> but anyway, side tangent, Mist Play. You can actually get Amazon gift cards. I've done this. But you have to play games on your phone for like four weeks. Before you get a five dollar gift card, you get a fifty dollar gift card. Oh, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I did get a fifth. So it's like one of those things. It's on like an hourly it's nice rate to have. Sucks, but... It's nice to have like as a casual thing in the background. And if you're someone who like plays a new game every thirty days or every ten days or something like that, you're like, I'm oh, bored with this game. Play a new game. You'll actually do pretty well on misplay. It's actually not too shabby, but it'll still take you several weeks. It's not gonna. It's not going to take over your income, guys. Sorry. <laughs> not with that attitude. If I have <laughs> 500 If you have like those dudes in China that have like 100 cell phones on a bike. Just ridiculous. Anyway, anyway speaking wheel of, of time. Ridiculous Black things. Out. We're going to talk about Ashwan. the ridiculously awesome Wheel of Time holidays. Sai. And we're going to do a little, a couple different things with it where going to talk a little bit about some of the holidays that happen over the the winter time frame 
the uh, the festive time frame, the Yule time frame, whatever holiday you want to consider it. What already exists in the Wheel of Time, uh, to the best of our recollection, uh, also and also and yeah, because that's a, a phrase used. Also, what we can read online uh, because it's a resource. Use it. It's open notes test. Nobody tells you you have to memorize everything. Just some people are that good. Um, and then we're going to have another fun little thought experiment where we take some of the holidays that we celebrate or are celebrated in our world and see what they would look like in the Wheel of Time if they don't already have a counterpart. Spoiler alert. Many of them do. But speaking right. of spoiler alerts, we're going to go ahead and play the one for this episode so that nobody winds up spoiled on the Wheel of Time series if you haven't yeah, finished that's, it. Yeah, which... that's true. Because there is something definitely. that happens in winter that is quite spoily. Yeah. It, it has a special place in my heart. And here's the spoiler warning. I think we're talking about two different things. I mean, we may be, we may not be. And of course, my little soundboard thing stopped working, so now i got to go and click it. Because why would any of my tech work right? Work no. right. Why would it work? That sounds lame. Here we go. Hello, okay. I'm Tam Norm. You may remember me from the Dusty Wheel or the Black Tower podcast. I'm here to give you a public service announcement about spoilers, as this episode may contain some. As if you didn't already know that, like watching the film Titanic and being surprised that the boat sinks at the end of the movie. Hello, moron. The movie is called Titanic. Of course, the boat fracking sinks. This show is called the Black Tower Podcast, as in from the Wheel of Time. And these three guys are Ashaman. Well, at least two of them. I don't know about that Josh guy. Anyway, you have been. Yeah, we might have to get we might have to get a uh, our good friend Norm to update that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> at least now when it resets, at least two of them, like it includes both of us. So like it's, That's it's everybody. True. There's no question. Like, even though you're there's still doubt on you. So maybe we can just keep going with it and just Norm is the one sick with madness. Like he's seeing like a third person. Norm Norm did attend the Gathering Madness in LA. So I mean that yeah, makes yeah. him kind of an Ashaman at the Black Tower, really, when you think about it. That is true. All right. So let's do this thing. Hey, Wheel Andrew, of Time holidays. If I was to ask you how many holidays are celebrated in the Wheel of Time book series, what would your guess be? Uh, I'm glad you asked for a guess because I didn't count and I was about to start counting. Um, no, don't count. If I had to go off a of recollection before we looked up anything for this episode, I would have been like, oh, I think they talk about like six. Looking at the okay, list right. without count without counting, I think it's closer to like 23. You would be wrong on both accounts. Currently listed on the Watt Fandom Wiki page, there are 33 holidays listed. I'm not good at estimating. So <laughs> Some of them, I don't know if they're actually holidays or not, because it's like... <laughs> well, there's one holiday like, just called Sunday. Like Donshu. Donshu. You click on the, the article for Donshu, and it says, Donshu occurs on the 28th day of Nason. End of article. That's it. That's all it says. 
it's a holiday. It exists. What do we yeah. know about it? Nothing. It we just know that it is. Well, so for our purposes, uh, we're we're mainly going to be looking at a lot of. Um, I think it's what is this month? I think it is Dejan. Uh, no, Danu. Uh, so we're mainly going to be looking at uh, Danu, the month of Danu, which is equivalent to real world November twenty fourth through December 21st. Um, this is the month that the Feast of Lights happens. It's on the, the 28th of Danu, which uh, Wheel of Time months every month has like 28 days. Um, yeah, Through uh, they... Taisham, which is the first calendar month of the Wheel of Time calendar. But if you compare it to World World uh, or Our World, it goes from December 22nd until uh, January 18th, which is... I think from November, what did I say the first one was? November 24th through January 18th, I think is a fair encompassing of winter-esque holidays for us in, in okay. this here world. In this here world. Yeah. Um, I, will <laughs> I say am this. laughing at something in the Discord. Oh, <laughs> our 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 pictures in the Discord are similar enough that, and our both of our names are red, that um, that someone in the Discord thought that I had replied to myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, I will say there is a uh, Swoven Night, and that is uh -huh. uh, when that is not a Jim Bro uh, holiday. Uh, Swovan night is a holiday falling in Taisham. Yep. Nothing is really known about the holiday except that pine boughs are used to decorate windows and people's hair. And there is dancing and music, which sounds a lot like a winter solstice kind of dance because of the yep. pine. You know, pine is always like evergreen is always used in winter celebrations because... Um, uh, it's evergreen. It's it symbolizes life. It symbolizes surviving the winter and whatnot. Uh, however, Taisham is like January, February kind of a thing. It's not a it's no. Taisham be... Taisham is December twenty second through January eighteenth. Oh, is it? Yeah, bro. Where were you like five minutes ago? Did you pull a me and just like space out? Because I do that all Did the I? time when we're talking. Oh shit. Yeah, you started saying words, and I was like, eh. yeah. "So, so we'll go." So, Danu is the last calendar month in the Wheel of Time calendar, and that okay. goes from November twenty fourth through December twenty first. Okay. Turn over the New Year on the Wheel of Time calendar is Taisham, but that is December twenty second through January eighteenth for us. Oh, and so I was right the, there. On the Faraday calendar, you weren't far off. My, you were still really close. My 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 statement started out, and you were like, "Oh shit, he's on top of it." <laughs> and then mm -hmm. I was like, duh, 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 and you were all like, "Motherfucker." That's <laughs> yeah, fine. It's fine. Though I do kind of like there's a there's a little bit of a comparison if you if you play D and D, um, the calendar, the Faerunian calendar for D&D, if you play uh, the 5e edition Sword Coast kind of area. Um, and then for Wheel of Time, it's the, the Farid or Far... Uh, yeah, Farid calendar. 
And then uh, D&D, every calendar month on the Faerunian calendar is 30 days. Every month on the um, Faride uh, calendar for Wheel of Time is 28 days. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, we don't know a lot about exactly what is celebrated with Svovon night, but it's important uh, for... Uh, for us in the books, specifically if you're a big fan of Matt and his storyline, because uh, he's dealing with Tylen um, during this time because he's in Abu Dhar, and Tylen basically convinces Matt to go spend the night with her son, uh, Beslan, and they go out to the Wandering Woman, and that's where we get the description of the the pine boughs and the decoration around the the um, the windows and everything. And it's during this night that Matt is attacked by dark friends and right. discovers the true identity of Birgitta Silverbow. <laughs> the true meaning of Swovan Knight. <laughs> the true meaning of Swovan Knight is Birgitta Silverbow. A bloody hero of the Bloody Horn. As Uno bloody might Bloody hero. Of Flaming hero of the Bloody Horn. Of the Bloody Valier. Um, and if you're looking for a book reference, uh, this basically happens. Uh, Crown of Swords, chapter 21, is specifically the chapter in which Matt's like, you're bringing a silver bow. That's exactly how that happens. You I know, mean, if, you've well, seen, if you've seen Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, whenever he meets uh, the lady in the park, it's kind of, you know, make Matt kinda, Macaulay Culkin yeah. or Kevin. Well, and he has his memories. He's got all the additional memories at this point in time. So he's looking mm -hmm. at her going, why do I know you? Why are you so familiar? <laughs> I think his brain can't let him, like, You know when you remember everything, everything around you are familiar faces, worn out places. I think that's the lyric. That's true. I don't know. All around me are familiar faces, worn out faces. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, so. <laughs> so Sorvon, um, Swovon, not Sorvon night. That's a different night. Sorvon night is a very yeah. different it's holiday. A very different <laughs> night. Um, so that's on Taisham, uh, the 13th of Taisham. Uh, so uh, you can compare that over our stuff. Um, so the 13th day in, 13 days after December 22nd, would be, what, January? I'm not good with math. Be like, what, January 9th, 8th, 9th? Something like uh, Taisham, are we talking about Swovan night? Yeah, just 13 days after December 22nd. According to this, if you, add, you add if you add ten days to December twenty second, you get January first, right? And then another three. Oh, it's so the fourth. It's January fourth. January the fourth. Unless you count the first day as one or zero, then it could be the third or the fifth. And where a lot of these holidays revolve around like lunar cycles, like I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but Yule is commonly celebrated on, on the day in which the night is the longest night of the year. But 
it's actually like a three day long thing because you've got the the whole the whole sort of astrological astronomical thing happening with the changing of the seasons and um so to say that it's between january 3rd and january 5th would actually be accurate to how these people measure time i'm pretty sure that the 28 day calendar is also indicative of the fact that they have a lunar calendar i mean that would make sense um, but we have another one that happens on the 23rd day of Taisham, so we're getting close to uh, mid-January in our time frame, called the Fest, the Feast of the Half Moon. It's celebrated in Abu Dhar. That is all we know. So, uh, it seems probably like maybe a, a, a feast to celebrate like the first half moon uh, of the year. Um, which would be in line with uh, the the calendar days and the and the calendar months being focused more on lunar cycle than you know not. So I don't know if you know any other reasons to celebrate the uh, the half moon phase of the moon. Or maybe oh wait, what if it's like something to do? With, so wheel of time big concept is balance. So yep. at a half moon, half of the moon is visible, half isn't. The moon is in balance. Well, so lunar um, cycles play a big. No, it looks like the. It almost looks like the the ancient. Okay, here's what I'm gonna say. The half moon in the wheel of time, whenever the moon is a half moon, it looks like the symbol of the ancient Isidai. If you were to actually outline the whole moon, that's why they celebrate it because it reminds them of. The original Aes Sedai and their symbol. I'm gonna go with that. So, so here's the thing. Here's what you have. You have, as you go from full moon, right, which is full, bright, hundred percent luminosity of the moon. As the moon starts going away, as it becomes less and less apparent in the bright sky, in the night sky, it is waning gibbous. It is the waning moon into the waning crescent where you just get the little sliver. When there is the night sky with no moon, it is the new moon. And then of course you have waxing crescent and waxing gibbous. That's where the luminosity of the moon is growing and more of the moon is present and shining in the night sky and becomes once again, the full moon. Okay. Now there were a lot of, in old world, old world traditions, there were a lot of celebrations surrounding the moon cycle because the moon cycle, the lunar cycle was how they measured a month, first and foremost. Um, it was also how they measured the seasons. Um, that's why you've got things like Stonehenge and many, many, many other uh, human-built temples and things like that that line up perfectly with sunrises and sunsets and moon phases and things like that because they tracked these things it wasn't just a lot of people say there was like a lot of like religion to it there wasn't just religion to it there was also a practicality to it you needed to know how many moons you had before you could start planting crops so that they wouldn't die 
you also needed to know how many moons you had to take care of those crops and harvest those crops and how many moons you needed for preservation of food to get through the winter. There is a lot of things that it, it wasn't just a religion. It wasn't just a religion as we think about it. It was an actual way of life. It was survival. They needed this information. And so a lot of times when you had like the shaman or the healer or the, you know, the wise one of the town, their job was to measure the, the stars and the moon and the sun. So, yeah, there were celebrations around the new moon. You know, there were celebrations around the full moon. I don't know if there were celebrations around the, the quarter moon, which is, you know, when half the moon is, is present. But I know there were celebrations around the full moon and the new moon. You say quarter moon is when half the moon is present? I don't know why they call it a quarter, but it's like when it's, I want to say when it's growing, it's the first quarter. And when it's dimming, it's the last quarter. Oh, so it's more like the, the time span yes. of the phase yeah, yeah, of the yeah, moon yeah, rather yeah. than how much of the yeah, moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, it, it, it yeah. yes, they do call it the quarter because it is, the moon is showing half, mm. but it's because that's the changeover of the next cycle in the lunar phase. I'm going to look, but I don't, I don't think, um, uh, I'm sorry, I can't type and talk at the same time. Um, no, you're good. Yeah, farmers they don't they don't sow or plant or trim or they, all they. Yeah, they don't do anything. At least in our world, in like mid January. Um. So I don't think the, the feast of the half moon, uh, corresponds to necessarily doing anything with farming it might serve as like the starting point for tracking the phases of the moon because it's the first real uh moon phase i guess maybe sure. that you get out or not i mean actually no that wouldn't make sense if it's a if it's a lunar based calendar and the feast of the half moon isn't happening until the 23rd of taisham you're almost at the end of the first month then it, that, that doesn't it, necessarily seem right it but i guess could it could be I mean, well, and also, also Feast of the Half Moon is an annual celebration, not a monthly celebration. Yeah, I wasn't saying that it was monthly. I'm saying, like, I, I don't think it would be, like, the signifying start of Phases of the Moon if it's happening towards the end of the first month on a lunar-based calendar. If we're saying oh, that, like, okay. the, if the okay. months yeah, are, yeah, the yeah, months are see, 28 days, yeah. yeah. No, that's, no, I don't that's think that would point. be the, the start point. Um, I like the idea that maybe it started as like a, a celebration that the Aes Sedai would have because at that time the moon most closely resembled the ancient symbol of the Aes Sedai. And so it was a thing to celebrate. Um, and that just kind of stuck with it. And now just they just do it around the first of the year. Well, the other thing, the other thing that's interesting to note with holidays and the Wheel of Time is that the holidays are very 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 localized right now granted like think think about it like in in the united yeah, this states is only right? yeah think in the united states we celebrate thanksgiving nobody else in the world knows what thanksgiving is it's an american holiday 
Uh, in the United States, we celebrate Independence Day, the 4th of July. We have President's Day. And guess what? There are other countries have other holidays that we have absolutely no idea about. Yeah. We don't know. It's just, I mean, so there's a fair portion it, of the world that has an Independence Day. A very large portion of the world that has an I, Independence Day. And I, it's it's all day, different. It's all different one, days and stuff. But yeah, and it's not celebrated with the same traditions. And I wasn't saying it know, was. I just like wanted that. to make the statement. Yeah. just because you, know. <laughs> you wanted to be a dick. I get it. Yeah, you know, you are what you. I mean, what? You, yeah. Whoa. Hey. Hey. Whoa. <clears> wrong show. Things. Wrong show. That's our only taints. Um, no, but uh, but so for why do, why do they celebrate it in Ibodar? Oh, and normally I'd be exactly willing to say, celebrate. yeah, I, I'd be I'd be willing to say something to the effect of, you know, uh, Robert Jordan just didn't look into the you know it was just a cute name that he came up with uh, to have a, a reason for a holiday in Ibodar while they were there. Um, but he was way too meticulous. Like he was way too meticulous in the writing of these books to not have at least a basic understanding of this. So this makes me think that the feast of the crescent or the feast of what is a feast of the half moon. I don't think it has to do with the actual moon. I think it's a symbol of something that happened historically. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. It's one of those like we've traditionally celebrated this holiday here. We're going to continue to celebrate, it, and it's like uh, an old holiday that survived in the region of Ebudar. Yeah. So, um, let's go with next. I think I think uh, I'd have to check some of the others. Um, but I think this is the last winter time frame holiday that we have a concrete date for. Um, okay. Because the other one that is the, probably the most popular um, holiday in the Wheel of Time, or at least second most popular, um, isn't a fixed day. It's more dependent on what's happening. Uh, so this would be the Feast of Lights. Um, it's a two-day holiday that occurs uh, on the last day of the old year, which is the 28th of uh, Danu, and the first day of the new year, being the first of uh, Taisham. So it happens December 21st, December 22nd. Um, Danu 28th is the winter solstice, uh, uh, making it the shortest day of the year. Um, so there it it's is. celebrated in every nation with lamps and candles in the windows, homes, and even anchored ships. Uh, there's sometimes parades of people carrying lights through the streets, and always every everywhere there are joyous celebrations. Uh, Kyrian has a unique way to celebrate. It's the one day that the people of Kyrian are given breaks. Uh, for two, those two days, there's no social barriers. They're all broken. Everyone goes wild uh, with music and dancing uh, throughout the streets. Um, one of the tenets in Kyrian of the holiday is that any man can kiss any woman and any woman can kiss any man and nobles and commoners alike are seen in uh, states of undress from the waist up. And at the end of the feast, everyone returns to their normal classes and duties with no acknowledgement that anything occurred. Kyrian you fucking know, orgies it up. Dude, it sounds like almost like, like masquerade. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. It, uh, it, that was a bit like Masquerade like a... meets, Mar meets like Mardi Gras, almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
the second day of the Feast of Lights, which would be uh, the first of Taisham or December 22nd, is known as it's called First Day, and it is uh, a day where it's tradition to give alms generously or basically give gifts. Um, real world parallels for this. Uh, there's parallels to both the Jewish holiday of Hanukkah and the Hindu Sikh or Jain or and Jain festival of Diwali. Um, those are both known as the festival of lights. Uh, although Hanukkah is based on the lunar cycle, it coincides with the winter solstice uh, with a duration of eight days. Uh, Diwali celebrates the victory of light over darkness, good over evil, knowledge over ignorance. So it's appropriate to be celebrated on the shortest day when days start to become longer. And in both festivals, uh, candles are lit and paper lanterns are common in Diwali. Um, gift giving is a feature of Christmas. However, and it is close to the same date. However, this would be like a reference to the, the progenitor for Christmas, which would be the Roman festival of Saturnalia. Um, uh, as well as gift giving around Saturnalia, there was also... Uh, an inclusive uh, role reversal between masters and servants, public displays of lewdness, drunkenness, gambling, and gluttony, and general debauchery, which is my favorite phrase, general debauchery. I, I will drink to that. Yeah. Uh, Paris sees a uh, ton in the chapter entitled <gasps> The Feast of Lights. What? Uh, a lord of Saturnella could also be appointed over the chaos, a lord of chaos, if you will. Uh, in the words of what.fanon.com. Uh, although in the Will of Time concept used in the Feast of Fools instead of the Feast of Lights. But if you want to see where Perrin sees a lot of this happen, it is in the book Lord of Chaos, chapter 53. And other than the next holiday, I think we're going to look at from the books, like this might be one of the best described or most described holidays. Um uh -huh. Because I know it was definitely like parents still being like sheepish and being like, oh no, there's boobies. Yeah. Oh. I just, Matt, Matt's over here like, and Nynaeve is like trying to block him. He's just like, yeah. and Rand is like, <laughs> he's like peeping through his face. He's like covering his eyes because he's like a gentleman, right? But he's like peeping because he's not that much of a gentleman. Rand, were you watching? Parent, that wasn't me. That was Luce Theron. Parent, parent is just straight up like in his shirt. <laughs> head, head completely buried in his shirt. So he doesn't even want the chance of accidentally seeing the booby of another woman. <laughs> there is too much booba. I cannot handle. He's too much booba. There is booba. too much, much booba. Booba is good. Uh, all right. Uh, and so the next one uh, that's probably uh, one of the most popular, if not the most popular, because it happens in book one of the Wheel of Time in the Eye of the World, we're talking about Winter Nights. Uh, it is a, it doesn't have a dedicated day by, by like, it's not always the 23rd or whatever, because it is predicated on the end of winter and it is celebrated the night before Beltine. And participants right. typically spend the night um, wishing one another, oh, visiting one another. I cannot read. I'm blind as shit. I was like, Wasseling. wishing one another. That makes no sense. Yep. Um, exchanging gifts and eating and drinking together. 
Uh, of course, it's notable for us as book readers and uh, for those that watch the TV show because Winter Night is the night of the Trolloc attack in Amon's field when the story begins. Um, thus making it one of the most well-known holidays, even though it is relatively short in description. And it's just a celebration of the end of winter with Beltine being a celebration of the start of spring. That's and, why and, winter night happens one night and then Beltine is the next day. Yes. And and the thing is, is that winter night, something very uh, notable happens on winter night in the books. Oh, yeah. And that is the Trollic attack on Emmons Field and the Two Rivers. Is this thing on? Shush. <laughs> are we are we good, Josh? Are we too tainted already? Dude, my brain is so I'm so dead right now. I'm sorry. I mean, it is the holiday season. It is a time for dead brain. I'm not mad. I'm just gonna fuck with you about it because I can. Please do. Please do. I deserve it. <laughs> like, like I just talked about. Like, yeah, it's so well known because this is when the Trolloc attack happens, and you're like, yeah, it's also <laughs> really important because uh, it's the night when the Trolloc attack happens. <laughs> I feel like the guy that's like, I have a great idea, boss. You should do this, and the boss is like, shut up. That's stupid. Here's a great idea, and says this. Same idea. <laughs> this is. This is the second time it's happened, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, look. Okay, look. Okay, the, look. The first was the was Tai Shaman. You talking about Tai Shaman and Danu, or Danu and Tai Shaman, if you want to go chronologically. <laughs> All right. All right. I fucking love this. you, dude. Uh, we're doing this. It's happening for I'll the rest you. of the night. I'm here. We're gonna we're gonna have all the fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. That that would be a fantastic clip to put out there. Just me talking about like, yeah, it's the night that the trolloc attack happens, and then just you know what's also important about it is the, night the trolloc attack happens. Uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Black Tower Podcast. Welcome to the Black Tower Podcast, where taintiness does the madness o- have overcome you, all. Has the madness taken you already, Soravon Mahel? Yes. Oh God. Oh, I need Billy Zane. Night. I need Billy Zane to come and be healed me. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Lose Theron. I will not let you die not knowing what you have done. Replace his dialogue in that section with Remember, Winnie, remember. Remember, Winnie, remember. remember. <laughs> For all you hocus pocus fans. Love it. Yeah. Um <laughs> shit um okay so here's the thing about the winter night though um they would what you already covered it like traditionally what they did at night right yeah it's just they visit yeah. they give gifts and they eat and drink they go a wassailing a what a wassailing do you know what wassailing is, is? no i do it's not. like caroling except like basically with drinking like it's great Oh, so it like, like slowly devolves into like mumbling and murmuring and giggles after a that's couple why, of hours. That's why uh, the 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 song "Here We Come a Wassailing Along the Leaf So Green," "Here We Come a Wassailing So Fair to Be Seen," "Love and Joy Come to You and to You Your Wassail Too," 
and God send you and have you a happy new year. No, nothing. I can't say I'm familiar with the song. Oh, dude. Um, basically, but the, the it's drinking basically seriously. Think of think of an Irish pub where everybody's drinking, and and one guy busts out into song, and everybody goes woohoo, and they start singing along, and then they just keep singing songs all night, right? Imagine oh, so you that. mean me after I've drank enough and somebody pulls out a shanty. Imagine that, but around the neighborhood. Like, seriously, they would fill up a pint and walk from house to house singing and drinking and having a great time. And and there are places where it was so... It, it, well, there were places where if you were to wassail at someone's house... um they would give you alcohol as a means to keep you warm because you know you got to keep warm in that when you're it out works. spreading christmas cheer and as we know from hell the cook on the, the the cook on the titanic the, proved that it works that's right the best way to spread christmas cheer is by singing loud for all yeah. to hear so if you're walking around i'm not encouraging you to do this I don't don't do this unless you're somewhere that allows you to do this but if it's really cold and you're walking around drinking and a cop stops you and asks what you're doing, it's survival. And then regale them with the tale of the cook on the Titanic that <laughs> saved himself from freezing to death by getting pissed drunk to the point where his blood alcohol level kept him from freezing. It's not, it's not even an exaggeration. It's what happened. Uh, and in addition to that, if it's at the after the end of November into December before Christmas, uh, you can also claim that you're honoring a time a, uh, a time old tradition of the Irish uh, con uh, continent country of the twelve pubs of Christmas. Dude, I want to do the twelve pubs of Christmas so bad. Yeah, dude, I want I want to do it. That's so much for those of you who don't know the 12 pubs of Christmas is almost like a pub crawl, but with rules. Okay. Yeah. So like you go you to guess the first how many one, rules there are. How many rules? I have there? I have the rules right here. I can read them out. Well, this, have, would def, this would definitely be something rules. You can yeah. make Matt, your own Matt rules. Would, it's just well, yeah, but there's there's some like really popular rules. Um this is definitely something Matt would do, like. In, in our age. Um, so it's got rules like nobody's allowed to use their phone. Uh, <clears throat> right. This one's like really arbitrary. Swapping shoes with someone else in the group before you drink. Uh, use your bad hand or your off hand to drink. Uh, nobody allowed to speak <laughs> to the bar staff while ordering or to their friends. Complete silence. Dude. Uh, let's get someone else to feed them their pint or drink. You can't touch your own. Uh, I can see this one getting people in trouble. Everyone must speak in a foreign accent. Uh, let's see. Everyone yes. must drink a pint of water or ten. You'll thank us in the morning. Uh, <laughs> smallest person in the group has to stand up and do a roll call of everyone. Uh, you have to call. You have to call the barman Guinness. Can I have a pint of Heineken, please, Guinness? And if he gives you a pint of Guinness, you have to drink it. What? It's not a punishment. The Guinness is delicious. Right? It's heavy, but delicious. Guinness is great. Um, nobody's allowed to put their drink down on a surface. Everyone in the group has to ignore each other and pretend they're strangers. Everyone has to hug a stranger before they can leave the pub. 
but like Josh said, you can make your own rules. Just like I think it's like twelve rules as uh, like the, the kind of spirit of the thing. So that would be super dope. Yeah, we need we need to do it somehow. We do, we do. Somehow. That which reminds me, there's a there's a a pub here in New Bern called uh, Spunky McDougal's. It's an Irish pub that I have yet to go to, and I want to go just because of the name. <laughs> Fucking spunky, uh, spunky McDougal. Which is even funnier if you know like what spunk is like British slang for. I mean, I think we can all figure yeah. out. <laughs> it's white and it frost your gingerbread house. <laughs> wink wink nudge nudge. Wink wink nudge nudge. Nudge nudge <laughs> wink wink. Um, um I don't think there's any other like winter. As holidays, yeah. Ooh. Um, let's see. Well, and, and like I said at the beginning of the show, like some of these, um, at the beginning, some of these, some of these holidays, you click on them in the 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 article about them is just when it is. We don't know anything about it. I lied. There is another one. Um. Hi, uh, Chasaline. It's the 12th day of Taisham, only in Kyrian. This is a Kyrian holiday. Uh, it's officially called the Day of Reflection. Uh, it's called the same in some other localities. Uh, so apparently it's not only Kyrian, but we only see it in Kyrian. And uh, Crown of Swords, Chapter 1. Uh, chapter by the same name. Um, Hi, Chasaline. It's a feast day, often with dancing that night, uh, on which people are supposed to reflect on their good fortune and the blessings of their lives. Uh, complaining oh, goes perfect. against the spirit of the day, and a complainer may find themselves doused with a bucket of water to wash away the bad luck. <laughs> um, a tradition in some villages, such as those in the two rivers, Perrin reflects after the Battle of Demise Wells that dousing with a bucket of water during High Chesslane is not a welcome thing because the holiday normally occurs in a cold month. Do you know, real quick. You know, have you ever had something happen to you, right? Something very large, something big. And you go, dang, that was crazy. And then something happens afterwards and you go, wow, that was just what I needed. In this particular case, we get a POV of Perrin at the, at High Chazeline, 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 And uh, he's fresh from the Battle of Demise Wells, which we know as one of, first off, one of the greatest bits of writing that exists. Robert Jordan's top five greatest hits coming in at number two, the Battle of Demise Wells. <laughs> yes, sir. Sir. I gave it a two. I know to... what you have as number one, and I'm judging you. <laughs> what do you think it is? The igloo. Don't even oh, fuck, fuck with me right now. <laughs> Who's gonna know? know? Josh. Josh is gonna know. Me. Me. I'm gonna know. Um. No, but this is like it's like number just one. What we made Aaron love needed. in a cold as fuck place. <laughs> Frost bit bit the tip. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Well, the front fell off. It froze off. <laughs> 
And, and that's how <laughs> circumcision was introduced to the wheel I, of time. I pulled out and it became an icicle. No! Sir. <laughs> hey, a cum sickle, if you will. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> It's even worse because I know you have a mental image of it. I know you do. Stop! <laughs> I'm sorry, Avienda. Please excuse my comment. <laughs> Imagine pulling that off. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh God. Oh. Not to pat myself on the back, but that was, that's, oh, I started crying. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. Oh, I started back up my workout regiment. <laughs> Oh, please tell me you did abs today. My abs are so bad. (laughs) (laughs) You dick. (laughs) Oh, God. I don't know where that came from, but I'm glad it... (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. There's a good fucking clip for you. I'm sure plenty of people would just be like, what the fuck, Andrew? (laughs) Oh god, Randon is fucking dicksicle <laughs> stabbing. <laughs> Let me tell you a tale of the dragon and his cumsicle. <laughs> Where's North Harbor podcast when you need him? Physical, <laughs> if you will. Resting peacefully. <laughs> I imagine I imagine Adelorna Sedai would have something to say about this. But depending oh, on how God. good the night was, they might be doing their best impersonation of Ru- Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays, folks. Happy holidays. Look, whatever you, you, you know. Go somewhere and see an icicle <laughs> in, uh, just in the back of whoever's head. Just oh, And then you can thank the Black Tower for that mental image. Oh, um, Kinslayer. In the immortal words... Of the real big fish, whatever you celebrate, have a good one. Uh, we recognize uh, this I, is a season for holidays. Did find another holiday. Mm. Only celebrated in uh, Altara or celebrated in Abudar, another Abudarian okay. holiday. It is okay. on the 22nd day of Taisham, so it's near. Uh, near the end of mid-January. Okay. Um, Madden's Day celebrates the founder of Altara. That's it. That's it. It's like a, it's like President's Day celebrating like George Washington's birthday. Yeah. 
We started here. We started from nothing. Now we're here. We started from the bottom. Now we're here. Um, look, holidays in the Wheel of Time. We've got a lot of fun holidays. There's a lot. Hey, Wolf Brother made hey, it. Wolf Brother. Um, you, you missed us just dying, but. Oh, God. Andrew just broke both of us. <laughs> just know that icicles hold a special place in <laughs> Black Tower's heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Bitch. I, am, I am both ashamed and very proud. Uh, this uh, episode is available for early viewing for our patrons. Uh, so if you missed everything, you can go to our Patreon site, find the link for the video here, and uh, watch it in its full glory. Uh, you will appreciate. I will say it to you. Oh my god, we got two geeks, one oh. mic up in the house. Those What's losers. Up, two geeks, one mic. I feel like I know who it is. Oh, I found another holiday. Also celebrated in Well, it ain't me, and there's only two of them, so... Yeah. Uh, there's also the Feast of Embers on the 20th day of Taisham uh, in Abu Dhabi. That one? Uh, no, considering it's the Feast of Embers, it's probably what you <laughs> use to thaw out the icicles. That makes like, sense. Had to slide it in like a lock picking tool for the last like 10 days. I'm ready to melt this thing off. <laughs> <laughs> Am I moving any tumblers? <laughs> uh, I've, you know, I have so many comments for that, and I'm just going to leave it right there. We're not going to go down. Here. We're not going to go further down that, that well, sir. I'm here, babe. Let me rotate your tumbler. <laughs> Oh. oh man, we're not gonna ask oh. the question of how complicated is the lock. <laughs> oh, I found another one. The festival of birds happens on the 18th day of Taisham, uh, what? primarily observed in Abu Dhar. There's actually a description for this one, dude. Abu Dhari people like to fucking party, fucking, that's what that's I'm saying. Abu Dhar is party central. Um, so festival of birds holiday entails men, women, and children wearing feathers. Commonly feathered masks are worn, so there's a little bit of the masquerade. Uh, shaped into a bird, such as a owl, eagle, hawk, wren, or a fanciful feathered creature that represents no bird ever seen by human eyes. Uh, feathered costumes, feathers sewn into your clothes or coats. Uh, of course, wealth plays a factor in how fancy your costume is. Um, if you're poor, generally you're going to have your either just a few feathers or a lot of pigeon feathers, or as they might be known in uh, more northern parts of the U.S., sky rats. You know, do whatever. Fun story. Um, I have eaten yeah. pigeon. It is... There is no meat on those birds. When we were in Egypt, we ordered stuffed pigeon thinking it'd be cool. It was not. It was a pigeon carcass stuffed with rice. There was no meat. There was there you ever was been no charged meat. turkey prices for pigeon food? Thank you. That's a great. Yeah. No, that was. Oh, just um, go to Egypt. Let's see. Another tradition on this day is giving money. Is giving money done with jubilant tossing of coins amidst shouting and laughter. So basically, you're going to make it hail instead of making it rain. Just pelting people with coins. 
Um, and should be directed at the appreciated costume display or towards those in need, uh, such as the raggedly dressed children and beggars. Um, as provocative as the scarcely covering costumes are during the day, it is said that when the sunlight fades, so do the inhibitions. So apparently yes. Eberdar has no problem no problems with maintaining population because apparently every holiday is we fucking. Hey baby, it's the feast of birds. You know what that means? Eh, eh, eh. Hey baby, it's the feast of lights. You know what that means? Eh, eh, eh. Hey baby, it's the feast so, of embers. You know what that means? <laughs> so uh, Eberdar is about that life. It may originate from the famed feather dancers of Shota, which of which Ebudar was also the capital back in the day, and they were renowned for wearing little more than the feathers needed to cover the bare minimum. It may have a parallel in our world to the Carnival of Venice, in which is custom for many of the inhabitants of the city to don masks and dress in costume. Though not related to birds in any way, Ebudar is also a major port riddled with canals, and its people are close to those of the Mediterranean in real life. See more about this. See A Crown of Swords, Chapter 29. So, yeah. Finger Egwene is also the scene that was cut out of uh, Episode 1. <laughs> sorry, Rafe. Yeah, sorry you didn't get your big sexy scene, Rafe. That sucks for you i'm sure Where is um thing? no uh you know final thoughts holidays in the wheel of time versus holidays in uh in real life you know holidays are kind of funny things like we don't know oh you know what we know about them is just kind of what has been handed down to us and i feel like robert jordan did a great job of handling that in the books where you know, hey, we're in Ibudar. What's happening? Feast of birds. Okay, cool. What do we do? Uh, well, we put on a bird mask. We dance. We drink. We fuck. Cool. Why do we do this? I don't know. We just do. Um, and I feel like I feel like that's. I feel like Robert Jordan captured a really interesting aspect of holiday holiday culture and holiday tradition in the books. And I really like how that's just another thing in the book series that's relatable to us. Like when we read this and, you know, uh, you know, we, we go into a new city that we've never been to before and people are dressed funny and the food is weird and Oh, what? It's a party tonight. Oh my God. Why are these women topless? Like it, I love how well Robert Jordan writes, holiday culture into the book series and makes it something that's so relatable and so much fun uh, to read. Uh, and, you know, from, uh, and, and along with that, you know, with our own holidays, I know that we as, as, as people in the real world have a, a, a plethora of different holidays. You've got, you know, we've talked about Christmas. We've talked about new year's. We've talked about, um, you know, Diwali, there's also Kwanzaa, there's Hanukkah. And we sincerely hope that whatever holidays you're celebrating, oh, there's Yule. Um, whatever holidays you're celebrating at this season, yes. it, it matters more. Yule. Yule. 
It matters more that you're having a good one. Might be one of the most cringiest which one I've you're done. having. I don't care which holiday you're celebrating. I I am happy to see people celebrating. I'm happy to see people happy. And that's what it is. And you know, when you talk about the magic of this particular holiday season, uh, I I am I feel the need to just remind everybody of, of the Christmas truce in what was it 1911? I think it was 1911. It was World War One. It was between what British and German soldiers? British, German, and French. Yeah, and it would have been they were in the trenches. Nineteen sixteen. Yes, I'm pretty sure it was nineteen eleven. Oh, nineteen fifteen. Two geeks coming in clutch. Um, but you know, it, it started off innocent. You know, someone singing, someone singing a Christmas carol, someone homesick seeing a Christmas carol, and someone else recognizing it. I'm sorry, it was actually nineteen fourteen. Sorry. Oh, fourteen. Well, 14, close, 15, close though, right? Because. Yeah, New two Year's geeks, right, two geeks, one mic podcast was a lot closer than we were. When than I was, yeah. <laughs> um, but but you know, in 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 that moment, you had people come together and say, "Hey, maybe we have a ceasefire tonight." I mean, it's Christmas, and and you know, all three sides kind of met and went. You know, you're right. Let's have a ceasefire. And what happened next? far exceeded anyone's expectations um the men came out of the trenches they didn't speak each other's languages they didn't understand each other speaking to each other but they knew that they all celebrated a single holiday and they all got together they exchanged gifts they um Showed pictures of their families. They showed played, pictures uh, of their families. They played like uh, football or soccer. And it, it, for, it, for, it for a it, night they weren't enemies. And it, it it's so powerful. It, it's such a powerful story. And um, I don't care what holiday you celebrate. I really don't. What what I care about is the magic of this time of year and the power that these mm-hmm. holidays have to spread positivity and to spread love and to spread an understanding of we're all human, we're all people. And it's, it's, it's just simply beautiful. And so to wrap up my final thoughts, I again echo the words of Real Big Fish. Whatever you celebrate, make it a good one. I hope it's the best one yet. Oh, what was that old commercial? Um... Hold on, I'm looking it up. I'm not just being weird and quiet. <laughs> um, uh, it was a commercial for... I want to think it was like a phone company or something like that. Um, but it was basically like, uh, this is going to be the best Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa ever. <laughs> it's a really, really popular looking uh commercial for, for the longest. I can't remember who it was. Um, and of course, like searching that now just really doesn't give you any actual results. But <clears throat> but yeah, no, I, I, I can't agree more. Uh whatever you are celebrating, if you're still celebrating uh as you're hearing this, if you're listening to this when it goes public, if you're listening to this uh live here with us now uh, as some of uh, our lovely patrons are 
Um, we hope that the upcoming holidays are enjoyable for you. If you're already starting some holidays or celebrating some holidays, I hope they are going well or went really well for you. Um, <clears throat> it seems like one of the universal truths of the winter holidays, which is fitting because uh, historically winter, the winter time frame is the hardest time frame for human survival uh, because of food scarcities and travel limitations and uh, things just... For lack of a better phrase, excuse the pun, snowball into bigger and bigger issues in the, the colder months. Uh, there's a massive emphasis on uh, tolerance and cooperation and uh, an emphasis on humanity, which uh, <clears throat> I can't think of a better example than, than Josh's example, the, the Christmas truce in World War One. So, um, you know, whatever you're celebrating, celebrate it with with pride. Be happy, be proud to celebrate what you're celebrating. And on the same hand, if there are other people, be cognizant that other people may or may not be celebrating the same thing as you um, and operate off of that assumption and just be happy for them to celebrate what they're celebrating uh, just as you would want people to be happy for you and what you're celebrating. So uh, don't be a dick. And... Um, Screw going to Vegas. We're all going to Abu Dhabi because that's where the party goes. Right? Damn. Uh, as we found out. So, if you want to party uh, in the cold months where you can also just uh, apparently most of the time run around without a shirt on, which is a fantastic party anyway. Uh, Abu Dhabi is the place to go. Yep. Um, hashtag can't be a nip slip, nip slip if there's no shirt. <laughs> that's right. It's a really long hashtag, but... But it works. So. Um, also, just just as kind of a shout out, uh, we at the Black Tower Podcast really um, are very conscientious about uh, mental health and people's emotional health. And we understand that these are difficult times for a lot of people out there. And if you are one such person and you're having a difficult time, you're feeling alone, please hit us up. Please hit us up. We are here and we are happy to um, talk to you. We're happy to spend some time with you. Um, you know, nobody nobody should be doing this alone and nobody does do this on their own. So we're happy to be there for you. We're happy to talk to you and, and help you through and, and make sure that, uh, that you're around to see another one. So absolutely, please reach out. We'll do the best we can. And, uh, you know, if not, if all else fails, um, or one of the best ways to reach out to us, head over to blacktowerpod.com. There's a button right there to join, uh, where you can join our Discord. Um, you can hop right in there. There's over there's over 300 people in the Discord, um, which you, I mean, it, that doesn't mean it's. There's a lot of channels, but we'll just ask for help. We'll we'll help you navigate it. We'll help you figure out where you want to be uh, in the Discord, and the the people in the Discord themselves will help out. It's a fantastic, wonderful community that has. Uh, built up in the Discord over these past, uh, going into six years now, yep. um, I think, if I do math right. If you math. Yeah. Yeah. We've already done five years. We're in wow. our sixth year now. Um, so it's a, Dang, it's a fantastic dude, community. It's an incredible community um, to the point where this is like one of the few Discord servers I've ever been in where we've I think in six years we've had like one issue. Don't break that. 
don't break that string. <laughs> that was not that a challenge. That, that was not a challenge. <laughs> um, but uh, just hit us up in there, and you know, generally, uh, there's somebody in there to, to talk or respond or whatever the case is. Um, just you know, be mindful of the other people in the Discord as well. Um, yeah, and there's there's ways to go through. Uh, but um, if you want to listen to us live again. Uh, blacktowerpod.com there's a button for patrons <laughs> where you can click and join the patrons and listen live comments live all that kind of fun stuff you're more than welcome to do it you're invited to do it you're dared to do it we dare you to support us on patreon um and every person supports on the patreon free options to support us as well yeah yeah subscribe like share to friends do all the fun stuff um and uh we can't thank you enough so we hope that any part of the holiday season you've already celebrated, we hope that it was fantastic and everything that you were looking forward to um, and that you got everything that you were uh, hoping to get out of the holiday season. If you've still got celebrations going on or coming up in the future, we hope that those go incredibly well as well. We're rooting for you uh, to just enjoy yourselves this holiday season. Uh, be kind. Be courteous. Don't be a dick. Love your fellow, uh, your fellow people uh, and just... Be wholesome as much as you can and uh, spread to everybody else, especially in a time of, of so much uh, strife and turmoil. So from all of us here at the Black Tower podcast, I'm going to hop off of our high horse of encouraging a good morality and say good nights. I have been your Bajan Mahal, Andrew. And I have been your Josh. Specifically I your Josh. Your Sorbonne Mahale. I have you, been your Josh. You know who your you Josh. are. Personally. Specifically you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thank